Live on tape, it's question, answer, period. With your hosts, Harris Gale and Carrie Bilkowski. Welcome to Question Answer Period, the comedy game show podcast. I'm Harris Gale, and with me is my co-host, tie-dye Kool-Aid guy, Mr. Kerry Bilkowski. How you doing, Seabell? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm doing good. I'm running out of these. I, I know it's Kool-Aid, man. I, I had to find the rhyme somewhere, so, you know. Kool-Aid you didn't guy. want to go with tie-dan Kool-Aid man? I feel like that's a hat on a hat, but like a, a hat that doesn't make sense, like a really big hat with a teeny tiny hat on top, so people are just confused and scared. It's one of my uh, classic punch downs. I made the, the joke nice. slightly less funny. You are known for that. Whoa, what just happened here? Something crazy is happening. Is this, is this you, Carrie? Or is this I, my hands are off the wheel here. It was a ghost. It was a ghost. It wasn't me. It was, I, just, I just wanted to see if I could see your faces. Sorry. For the listener, we are now all in what appears to be some kind of stone ruins. Uh, yeah, forest. It looks like a forest um, it, theater. It really feels like we're about to like commit some sort of ritual sacrifice now. That, that's the vibe I'm getting I noticed, here. I notice you still have the game show background kind of hovering over your head <laughs> like some kind of weird halo. So that's fun. I hate it. <laughs> my apologies. That was my bad completely. Okay. Did you do, you did this, Sasha? Yeah, as a comedian, I'll be accountable for once. You know, like, <laughs> it was my bad. Um, I took a picture of it, so if anybody wants to see it, what we're talking about... Go to Birdie underscore LaRue. We'll get to plugs, Ashley. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> we, uh, we've got some jokes uh, about the news of the day and some ge- and some games to mess around with. But first, let's introduce our guests. She's a comedian, improviser, and artist who's been featured in the Winnipeg Comedy Festival and Oddblock Comedy Festival. And her artworks can be seen over at Instagram at Birdie LaRue. It's Ashley Burdett. Hey, Ashley. Oh, hi. How is it going? Oh, Good. Good. How are you doing? Great. Oh, just, you know, top of the world right now uh, during mm-hmm. this wonderful never-ending pandemic. Hey, we, end is in sight. We, we're we all double-vaxxed, I assume. Sasha, right? Yes. Or, uh, I'll, we'll, hang on. We'll get there. Hang on. Wait, wait. Let me just... He's... Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I will get better at these segues. <laughs> I swear to God. I feel like if I say the name, then it's somehow I'm accountable for throwing the whole thing out of whack. Anyway... He's a comedian who's been featured in the Winnipeg Comedy Festival, the Winnipeg Fringe Festival, and was a regular correspondent on APTN's The Laughing Drum. He's now the general manager at Blind Tiger Comedy in Vancouver, BC. It's Sasha Mark. Hey, Sasha. Hey. You did so much research on me. I'm so proud. Oh, I'm a regular Sean Evans, you know. <laughs> um, you got your double vax as well? We're all double vax. I've been back since June 16th, baby. You know, it's been a whole month. Since I've been the double double, you know. Beauty, that's awesome. So you're both doing good. That's good to hear. Well, uh, before we get to the show, uh, Ashley and Sasha, what's a skill you've learned or something new you've tried this past year? Oh, I. Oh. oh. You go, Ashley. Okay, I guess I've added a stay-at-home homeschooling mom teacher to my repertoire. So that's something I never. Uh, expected to do and never wanted to do but it actually was like kind of cool so i feel like that's a skill i can homeschool your kids now yeah i'd say that's a skill <laughs> yeah that's awesome i i 
uh, I uh, started taking improv classes and uh, I'm learning lots about improv. Uh, one thing that I've learned uh, about improv is that uh, you're not allowed to say no. So that's why there's so many guys in it. <laughs> ah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the stuff. <laughs> nice, that's awesome. What's the improv scene like out there? Oh, they're so friendly and so kind and so nice. It's just like they're so the opposite of stand-up comedians because we're mainly very miserable and by ourselves and drink alone. But like they drink together, they play together, and then they, you know, I think it's just uh, it's a fun vibe over here. That's good but, to hear. Nice. But I'm not an improviser. I would not consider yo. No, 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 no. Yucky. <laughs> no. Well, actually, it's actually. Oh. I was gonna say I was, I'm sad and alone. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I'm <a> stand up. <laughs> Well, Ashley and Sasha, we'll start the show off with uh, some news of the day. Tell some jokes. Feel free to chime in with your thoughts, either on the topic or if you just want to tell us that you think the joke sucks. Uh, here we go. Florida Republican and sentient Lego block Matt Gates surprised many when he spoke at a rally supporting Britney Spears as she seeks to end the conservatorship that has been restricting her rights for 13 years. Although really, anything 13 years old is bound to get Matt Gates's attention. <laughs> oh, Matt fucking Gates. Oh, what a terrible monster of a man. <laughs> He's a real skis. Lego head boy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> get out of here with your dumb Lego head. It's one of those things, too, where it's like, thanks, but no thanks. Like, I, I imagine she's getting all this news about this thing, and then for him to chime in, it's like, that's not thing. Any, that's not press that anyone needs right now. You don't need to be near that. No. No. Uh so uh, during a week of celebrations, uh, after having won the Stanley Cup, the Tampa Bay Lightning players are under fire after having drunkenly dented the storied hockey trophy. Uh, somewhere, a blonde man with white gloves sheds a single tear. Oh, yeah. Or as an alt. He's probably really sad. Uh, I don't do sports. Oh, what happened? It's, it's okay. <laughs> I've got one more tag for this that you're not going to get, and then we'll move on and pretend it never happened. <laughs> Uh, the cup is being sent to Montreal for repairs in a move some Canadians fans are calling, eh, close enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, okay. Yeah, you, you got us back. <laughs> <laughs> but I did get the blonde guy because he's on the commercials and that's like the Stanley Cup's his baby. He's like mm -hmm. the conservator of the Stanley Cup. Like the Stanley Cup has yeah. to give ninety percent of its uh, of its earnings to him, and also has to have an IUD as mandated by a court. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, a 1972 MIT study predicted the risk of industrial civilization collapse sometime within the 21st century, and a recent review of that study shows that we're right on track, with the worst case scenario being total societal collapse by 2040. And oh, hang on, guys, sorry, I'm getting a notification on my phone here. I'm betting I can do it in half that time, bitch. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Siri. <laughs> Siri. Yikes. <laughs> I'd like to pledge my undying uh, fealty to our sentient robotic overlords now. Just on, yep. I like to have that on the record. Yeah, I'm going to follow them too. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Just tell me what you need me to do. Yeah, put me in that goo, baby. <laughs> Doesn't sound so bad, honestly. Uh, a group representing multiple churches fighting public health orders in court admitted on Monday it hired a private investigator to follow a Manitoba judge presiding over the case. Uh, the PI was hired in order to try and catch the judge violating COVID-19 health orders. 
Uh, fortunately, this is an isolated incident, and the only bad thing we'll hear about churches doing. <laughs> Uh, the justice was fortunate to uh, catch and put a stop to the investigation when he did. After all, tomorrow is Mouth Kiss Wednesday down at the Overcapacity Private Judge Club. Nice. Also gross. I'm so sorry. <laughs> John Carpe, the president of the aforementioned group, is stepping down from his role after the scandal. In a statement, the group board said, Surveilling public officials is not what we do. We condemn what was done without reservation. Adding, next time we'll try to be extra super duper sneaky about it, so only the real bad people are the ones who get in trouble. But we're cool, right? <laughs> yeah, real sketchy stuff. Real sketchy stuff. I, I, for one, am in favor of just, like, hiring private investigators to menace and follow anyone you may disagree with, have, uh, have beef with, you know, legal problems, just, like... PIs everywhere. But it's so bad because the optics, as soon as you get yeah. caught, it's like, whoops, uh, whoops, that wasn't us. Oh, wait, it was us? Oh, whoops. Well, they're obviously not a good private investigator if they're getting caught. It's true. Yeah. They went cheap. You can't cheap out on that. Like, if they were better at their job, no. <laughs> you have to hide behind a newspaper and, like, yeah. wear a trench coat and, like, sneakily pull the newspaper down and uh, see the things that are going That's on right. in front of it. I, Sunglasses mm, and a fedora. I have a very myopic view of what a PI does <laughs> and looks like. Yeah. Uh, well, before we go to break, we'll give our guests a joke uh, set up to riff on. This is Punchline Punchbowl. Sasha Baron Cohen is suing a Massachusetts marijuana dispensary over the use of his Borat character and catchphrase, It's nice, in a billboard advertisement without his permission. What are some other characters slash catchphrases that can be used without permission to sell weed? We will get our panel's answers when we get back from break. Welcome back to Question Answer Period. Before we went to break, we gave our guests a setup to riff on. Sasha Baron Cohen is suing a Massachusetts marijuana dispensary over the, over the use of his Borat character and catchphrase, It's nice, on a billboard advertisement without his permission. What are some other characters slash catchphrases catch phrases yikes that can be used without permission to sell weed ashley we'll uh, start with you um maybe she's born with it maybe it's mary jane nice <laughs> thank you thank you <laughs> i would say uh just seth rogan's laugh you know i think if that was like commercial and it was just like that for 15 minutes everyone would buy weed you know like that i can't can i do it yeah go for it. <laughs> Like, you know? <laughs> I'd like to see that on a yeah. billboard. Just a picture of him and then... I also um, feel like you get like a, a guy in a suit holding a rose and then it says, will you accept this nug? <laughs> nice. I had Nugs Bunny next as well. I didn't have any catchphrase. I just had... I just have intellectual properties that I didn't actually get many. Actually, I got one catchphrase. I got Indiana Stones shakes. Why did it have to be shake? That's <laughs> like his catchphrase about snakes. Oh, uh, shake? If you have to explain it, shake is like the bottom of the bag mm. of weed. Oh, I knew that because I I knew that I knew that already because I do smoke a lot. Yeah. Of... <laughs> you don't have. It's yeah. a safe space. You're okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about drugs. You don't smoke flour. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Uh, I too. Also, the old lady in the um. Oh, sorry, the old lady in the when Harry met Sally, 
And then it's like, I'll have what she's having, but then there's a lady like, ooh, smoking a little doob. This, that was a yeah. visual that I did for this audio podcast. Yeah. No, that worked. It worked. I think people can pretty much figure it figure it out. Uh, I pretty much just went with puns on uh, pop culture characters. Um, yeah, me so, too. So much. we'd uh, we'd we'd be sold weed by the ghost budsters. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, cool. uh, okay. Cool. I got a couple of video game Start, ones. Starting with your best one. <laughs> it's, it's all downhill from here, baby. <laughs> uh, we uh, video game characters. I've got Donkey Bong, mm-hmm. um, okay. Hash sure. Bandicoot. And uh, popular Does Donkey Bong just throw a giant barrel of weed at you. Is that how? Is that how that works? Yeah, and you like get to the next level by smashing his bong at the top of the yeah. uh, knock it off the shelf like a like a naughty cat, you know. Yeah, that tracks. Uh, yeah. And uh, of course, the popular Nintendo mascot, super awario of his hands. <laughs> okay, that was pretty funny. I like that one. <laughs> you forgot? I had Arthur Ga- Arthur Gonzarelli. This catchphrase would just be, hi! <laughs> you forgot the most popular video game of all. You could have done Super Hash Bros, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Nice. Like, that's also a movie mm. now, yep. you know? Or Chronic the Hedgehog. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's a good one. I think that's pretty much all I got. I had Darth Vader. I don't know if people still use the word fade when they're talking about being high. Sure I'm do. so out of the loop. Take it, Darth Vader. Take it from me, a big old uh, marijuana boy. Uh... <laughs> They say it all the time. <laughs> when, when you're standing around your pot circles, that's uh, that's the slang that's happening. Yeah. yeah. yeah like, I will have one weed, please. One, only one weed. Well, that was Punchline Punch Bowl. Coming up, we've got a new segment, so stick around. Welcome back to Question Answer Period. Over the past year, people have been trying to maintain their close friendships while feeling worlds apart from one another. And as we slowly emerge from our dens, those relationships will become the cornerstone of our reintegration back into normal society. But how well do we truly know our friends, or in lieu of friends, people we just met for the first time who host dumb podcasts? And how much, if at all, have our opinions changed while in isolation? This is Love It or Shove It. I'll name a hot button topic and you'll have to guess if the other contestant declares that they love it or would shove it. Ooh, okay. Does that okay. make sense? Yes. All right. Ashley, we'll start with you. You okay. have to guess if Sasha would say love it or shove it to this topic. Okay. Keeping your phone with you in bed. Oh, Sasha loves it. It's under his pillow. I love it. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I just want to point out for the listeners really quick the mischievous smile that crept up on Sasha's face <laughs> as soon as it became apparent what the question was about. I'll play a better poker face. Sure. I know it's bad for you. I do it too. It's bad, but how can you not? I do. I just like having the convenience, but also too, I don't use it for alarms because I don't believe in alarm. Mm. Oh, what if you have to be somewhere? I just wake up. I've trained my body. I have this conspiracy theory that, like, if you if you if you interrupt your sleep cycle five days a week with an alarm clock, that's bad. That's it. True. That's, that's all it, it also goes. Makes, I feel like it makes weekend rest like harder because you don't feel you you feel like you've got that alarm clock waiting in the wings, yeah. but it's not. But it doesn't go off. Yeah. So you kind of. I don't use alarms either. For, uh, also, but I also wake up at like eight o'clock every day because I have a cat. So. That's my alarm. Uh, Sasha, this one's for you. 
for to guess for Ashley. Pineapple on pizza. Oh, love it. I love it. Nice. I love pineapple on pizza. It's Thank delicious. You. Yes. Yeah, frick all you Fully haters agree. out there. It's like pineapple. No, it's juicy and it's sweet and and it yes. provides the perfect counterpoint to the like salty greasiness of pizza. It's just this like sweet tangy mm. bite that that yeah, it's 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 the the yin to the yang of pizza. How could you not yes. like it? Of 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 ham. I don't know if I would it's like a perfect uh for everything, but I would you know what? Actually now that I think about it, I mean, so pineapple and olive is good. I would say pineapple and pepperoni would probably be good. Oh, what do you think it wouldn't olive? work with? Get out of here. What that's So a... good. See, I like a pineapple and a uh, banana pepper with some feta. Mm. Oh, damn. Mm, yeah, that's now nice. Now you're talking. Yeah, 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 you got yeah, your yeah. spicy, yeah. your salty, your sweet. Wow, that's a full covered pizza. That's yeah. like... It's all wow. the food groups. It actually is the healthiest Love thing it. you can eat. <laughs> so I'm telling myself. <laughs> okay, Ashley, let's go, let's go back to you. Okay. Uh, pronouncing both with a superfluous L, i.e. both. What? She's going to shove that right hard. Shoving that. I hate that so much. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. So you say both. Like, because it's both. both or both. You say both. Both. What's yeah. the other way to say I- it? Both? Like I, you're saying thunderbolt? Kinda. <laughs> like I've heard people say. Is that a real thing? I've like, heard who people say says that. Well, it's like it's like mispronunciations of words, and I've heard a lot of people say both. Like just kind of late, like this. Just like they're just forgetting how to say the word halfway through, and they say both. Just lazy. It's Is like how we say like Toronto. One person? Yeah, it's one okay. guy I know calling him out on the show. <laughs> he called him out on the show. Steve Smith. <laughs> I've had this axe to grind for a long time, and now here it comes. <laughs> here it comes. Four people say that it's both. My mom yeah. says Bamph instead of Bamph. Like B A M P H. I thought you. I thought you were saying she Bamf. says that instead of both. <laughs> Get in here, the Bamph of you. <laughs> Bamph of you, get out. Go. Yes, both. Bamph. Uh, this one's for the both of you to guess for Carrie. Oh no! But for the both of you. Oh, now I did it. Oh, uh, 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 uh. Starbucks. You love it. You know what I'm gonna say? He shoves it. I think that he goes to like a little um, tea store that nobody knows about. So, what if I ruined the game right now by telling you that it's actually a really nuanced and complicated answer, and that there's not, it's not a really a hard cut uh, thing where. Uh, you know, I would I say will... I regret bringing you into this portion of the game. <laughs> this is a game of binary opposition. So yes. It's yes or no. Yeah. Okay. Love it or no shove it. Yeah, uh, that's kind of our game. thing, by the way. <laughs> uh, yeah, shove it. You know what? I like drink like five cups of coffee a month. It's no, Shove it. Take that, Starbucks. It's overpriced. Oh. Fair, fair, fair. And, they, and you can taste it burnt. You can taste the burniness of it. Yeah, and also when you go to this, now this is a podcast about how much Starbucks should be shut down. But when you go to all different ones, they don't make the stuff the same. Hmm. Like you can get something at one place and then you go to another place and you're like, oh, that was sweeter there. Huh. So, I haven't heard that. I always assumed well, that Starbucks was like the McDonald's. I guess Tim's and Starbucks are like, that's the main game in town. But Tim's does it the I same f- way every time, pretty much. I feel Although like you it can, should be that way, but... 
I've got this thing called a coffee maker that's just like makes my Works coffee perfect every time. It True. costs me like eleven cents a cup, and it's just not a big deal at all. Sounds made up. Sounds made <laughs> up to me. Modern conveniences. <laughs> so, Sasha, this one's for you to guess for Ashley. Singing happy birthday. Ashley loves to celebrate. Let's say love it. I love singing happy birthday. <laughs> I'm adding harmonies to it. I'm adding hand claps to it. I am making it an experience. I love it. Thank you. I don't like when people do that and many more at yeah. the end. I hate that part. I've never Jesus. done it. I've never done that part. Thank wow. you. The birthday song is enough. You don't need to add on to it. Who are you? Sleep Dion. How do you feel about having happy birthday sung to you? Oh, I hate, I shove that for sure. <laughs> ah, yeah. No, don't That's want what that. I, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely don't want that. Because <laughs> it's not happy birthday to you. It's happy birthday at you. Everyone's like yeah. crowded around you, staring at you, <laughs> singing in unison towards you. Don't like it. Yeah. No, shove that, but love singing it to people. Great. Uh, Ashley, this one's for you, uh, for, okay. for Sasha. Kanye West. I think that Sasha loves loves the music aspect and wants to shove his personality. So can I say both? <laughs> yeah. No, you not like that. <laughs> Sasha? I'm going to shove it. I'm going to shove it. All the way, I, all the I way. can't all okay. the way. Music can be good, but like also just like the artist for me, you know, there's, I don't always agree with him in a lot of things. And <laughs> uh, I, yeah. I'm good. Cool. Yeah, he overshadows it. I. <laughs> yeah. There's a, people are like, oh, separate the art from the artist, but he's like, no, he's all in it, and I can't separate it. Yeah, he he's now just become like a weird kind of caricature of himself, and like it's mm-hmm. it's like kind of a joke, and he knows that it's a joke, and he's just leaning too hard into it, because then he's like, yeah, because yeah, then he's like running for president and stuff, and he thinks he's all yeah, don't love he's, it. He's lost sight of himself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so this one's for Sasha and Ashley to guess for Carrie. One last time. Murder shows. Like murder, like not CSI, like murder documentary series. Like a bunch of, like like all this stuff on Netflix. Love it. I'm going to say shove it. I'm going to shove it. I, uh, I don't need to hear about your grisly murders. It's uh, unsettling. Great, I, more for me. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I lose. I wasn't keeping track of who was getting points here, so I'd say we all won. We all won that one. Oh, yes! Both, both of you won. I think Sasha got all of mine right, and I got the Kanye West one half wrong. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, that seemed like a pretty hard wrong, but, you know, it's, no, I'm not keeping track. <laughs> <laughs> the, judges, the, judges, the judges have told me I got half a point. Okay, yeah. My cats. I, I feel like I lost for filibustering about Starbucks in the middle of a game. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, uh, Guys, we'll be right back. Welcome back to Question and Answer Period. With Netflix making more money than they know what to do with and a cinder block dropped in the green light button, their streaming library has been filling up with titles that your mom's friend talks about at length apropos of nothing while you slowly peel the label off your beer. But some of these original content titles do very little to rise above the generic, while others border on the outright absurd. It's time to play Netflix. I'll read you a title, and you have to tell me if this is the name of an upcoming Netflix original or a random auto-generated title from the internet. Sasha, we'll start with you. 
The Woman in the House. Oh, that's a, that's an upcoming movie show, right? Ne- that's Netflix. That is correct. It is an upcoming movie, I believe, starring Kristen Bell and Mary Holland. Oh. Yeah. The- Murdery, scary. What kind? I don't know. It sounds a little spooky. It's- it also sounds a little boring. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. It's probably a working title. Oh no! And I think that one's actually coming pretty soon. So maybe not. Actually, this one's coming to you. Okay. Drown the truth. I feel like it sounds so dumb that it is real. I think it's something real. That is an auto-generated title Ah, from the internet. Dang. Dang. Sorry. Carrie, this one's coming to you. Kings of America. So, past instances of this game have led me to believe that Netflix just literally rolls a, a, a set of dice with names on it. And this kind of fits that criteria. So I'm going to say actual Netflix show. You are correct. It is, yes. uh, I think, a show uh, being directed by Adam McKay starring Amy Adams. Ooh. Hmm. Okay, i watch that. Yeah, okay, okay. I mean, yeah, Adam McKay, I'm into it. Uh, Sasha, this one's coming to you. Prophecy Circling. <laughs> That sounds like the worst show. It sounds like TLC, so it's Netflix. Are you saying that it, it is Netflix? It's or not. It's not Netflix. <laughs> it's not Netflix. Oh right, the title of the game. That yeah, is correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, it cool. is made up from the internet. Oh. Good job, Ashley. This one's for you. City, okay. the city of brass. The city of what? The city of brass. Ugh, it's it's real. That is correct. It is real. It's a historical fantasy series produced by Edgar Wright and Joe Cornish. I'd watch that. Edgar Wright's 100%. wonderful. Love Edgar Wright. Sorry, Edgar Wright. I, sorry I scoffed at your dumb title. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's a listener. Uh, probably. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's our He's one, one of the five people who listen to this <laughs> podcast regularly. <laughs> uh, what do we got here? Uh, Carrie, this one's for you. Steel Plague. <sighs> Steel Plague. Okay. Can, can you give me a hint as far as, like, the genre? No. <laughs> the, the look on your face says there's no hints. Uh, I'm going to say it's an actual Netflix game. Uh, Netflix show. God, I'm bad at this. That is an auto-generated title from the internet. It does not oh. exist. So would would you have given me the hint if it was a Netflix show? And well, you had what, what, what genre did I click? That was a sci-fi genre. So I could have said that, but I don't think that would have helped you. I guess not. Maybe it would have helped yeah. the game. I don't think there's any helping this game, really. <laughs> <laughs> well, might as well carry on then. <laughs> Sasha, this one's for you. The three-body problem. The three-body problem. That sounds like a self-help book. Um, three body problem. I'm gonna say this is a Netflix show. You are correct. That is the first TV series from famed slash notorious Game of Thrones showrunners David Benioff and DB Weiss. It is their first major project after that dog shit show that started great and then got terrible. So I've never seen an episode of it. You so know what? Keep it I that never way. wasted my time. Yeah, <laughs> truly. <laughs> wasted eight years of our lives. Uh. Yeah. You know, I felt so like high and mighty, uh, having never got uh, sucked into Lost, 
and then seeing everybody just being so disappointed and angry at the end of that show. But then I just got sucked in so hard for Game of Thrones mm-hmm. and and just had so much disappointment. It was uh, really the, like, leading up to this wonderful, climactic, beautiful thing. And then, like, you know, your mom walks into the room or whatever. Uh <laughs> I think it was a lot easier to get sucked into Game of Thrones than it was Lost. Because I, I was full on for both of them. Like, I, uh, I I did the whole Lost thing, and it felt the exact same way at the end. Felt very cheated and, and just generally uh, hated the finale. And felt like I waited. Or I wasted, like, eight years of my life on it. And See, Game of Thrones... Go ahead. I was just going to say, I disagree with... I had this conversation today about mm. Lost. Because I feel like if you watched it for the characters... And you didn't really care about answering some questions, then I feel like the finale was very satisfying. Seeing all the characters, spoiler alert, come back together again was was incredibly satisfying. But if you care about plot and like <laughs> questions and answers, then you might it not, might not be for you. And like you kind of just it seemed like they kind of picked and choose which mysteries to answer and which ones to just leave in the in hanging forever and it's yeah. like why did you string us along because you'd set up you teed it up that we would be getting yeah. answers to these questions but then we didn't lol is it called lost because it's not their loss but it's we the <laughs> audience are lost yeah. and we just don't know yeah, we lost time is that <laughs> yeah exactly. yeah at the yeah. end of like eight seasons they're like gotcha idiots yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, where were we there? That was on uh, Sash. Uh, so we'll go to Ashley. Ashley, this one's for you. Rebel Moon. Oh my goodness! It's like I want it to be real because it sounds like it's like some like badass teen ladies um, on their period. But I think that it is fake. That is a real mm. upcoming Netflix uh, movie. Produced and written by Zack Snyder. Uh, I was hoping it would be a woman. Yeah. <laughs> Just. <laughs> okay. Do you guys watch that uh, Army of the Dead movie? I did. Did you like it? I did not. It was stupid, and I I was good for seeing zombies blow up, I think. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. It was f- same with uh, Tomorrow War. That one was oh, like. Oh, boy fine but it, like it's actiony and i'll take a dumb actiony movie i guess you just you, yep. it's like comfort food sometimes you just need that's it that's exactly it yeah that's exactly yeah. what i thought for both of them at the end i was like my tummy kind of hurts but like it was good for the moment carry <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one this last one's for you one temptation just one one temptation so i'm gonna i'm gonna talk through this one again um uh, I am familiar with uh, a, a film, uh, Last Temptation of Christ. So I'm going to say that this is a prequel you're, to that. You're assuming this is, okay, you're assuming that these two things are connected. This yeah, is absolutely. Yeah, I mean, the word temptation is all I have to go on here. Right. And the word one, or the number one, is, yeah. is it is it spelled out? Is it O-N-E? O-N-E or is yeah. it the number one? Okay. No, it's not the number yeah. one. Oh, so I do have two words to work with then. Uh, I'm still going with with uh, with uh, Christ, and this is real. Yes, this is auto-generated from the internet. Oh, oh no. probably might I wouldn't put it past Netflix to scoop it up one day, but yeah. Well, that was 
that was Nodflix. Thank, thank you so much for playing. I, again, was not keeping traffic of points, but uh, we all win or oh. lose. Yeah. What a treat. Good for us. Uh, we're going to go to break. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Question Answer Period. Given that this past year has kept most of us locked away in our homes, we've had a lot of take a lot of time to take in the one consistent source of comfort in our lives. I'm of course referring to the myriad of content that's out there from TV shows to movies to video games to dumb podcasts and everything in between, even books. Even though we're nearing the home stretch of this pandemic, we thought it'd be a good time for each of us to give some recommendations to our listeners. This is Contents May Vary. Ashley, what content or anything that you've taken in this past year would you recommend to people? Great. Thank you for asking. Okay, so you're going to want to watch all the Law and Orders and all CSIs. (laughs) 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 So we watched all of them, and they're great. Um, For real, for real, Mayor of Easttown was like one of the best things I think I've watched. Same with Ted Lasso and Watchmen. Regina King is so unbelievable that just give her all the awards, even though I know that was technically the beginning of last year, I think. It was still like, I'd watch that again. Um, 100%. I actually did just rewatch it. Yeah, I need to rewatch it because we watched it week to week when it was happening. And oh boy, was it ever good. Um, Also, I've gotten into, so it was like March of last year, we have a little free library by our house. And they had uh, this Patricia Cornwell novel, which is about Dr. K. Scarpetta, who is a um, FBI like coroner, like she's the person that does all the dead people stuff. And I read it in a day, one full day, and then I realized there's uh, like 30 books. So I've read nine of them now. And they're like kind of like Dave calls them, my husband calls them like, um, detective romance novels but they're okay they're a great like I mean like if you start to read them because they're from the early 90s so they're like a little problematic in places but I mean it's a great easy read so I feel like those are my recommendations Law and Order and Patricia Cornwell novels <laughs> thank you <laughs> on board for the Law and Order not so on board for books just because I have strong feelings about books no I'm kidding I like books books are good Books also, are good. Have you, have you heard of puzzles? Anybody? Puzzles. Uh, like, like jigsaw actual puzzles? analog puzzles? Yeah, like puzzles in there. It's a picture <laughs> that's cut up into little pieces and you got to put all the pieces together. But they can't be too yes, I've heard of them. Or, or else I lose interest. Yeah. You max out at like a 250 piece puzzle or it's do you go up to 500? <laughs> so, you know what? I did a thousand piece puzzle. But it was Mm-mm. it was movie yeah. posters, so like I was like, "Ooh, that is Scarface's head." Okay, great. But then my husband did a five hundred piece one that was just colors. I was like, "Get Ugh, out of here!" Torture, actual torture. No, thank you. I was my my sister got me a puzzle for my birthday last year because we I just said you know we're in the pandemic. What else are we gonna do? Let's do something indoors. And my wife and I were about halfway through a puzzle, and we'd done the full perimeter. And then I was like, "Wait a minute." I fucking hate puzzles. Why are we doing this? <laughs> <laughs> we got this far. Let's just call it. We're good. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I decided uh, late last year in like the real depths of isolation, I was going to do a puzzle. Uh, so I got my hands on an old one uh, from my mom's cottage. 
uh, entitled Peanuts, Peanuts, Peanuts. Stop. Uh, <laughs> One of my favorite little artifacts in your cottage. It's, <laughs> Karen and I always joke about it. Literally just a photograph of a bunch of peanuts in the shell. Impossible. Like, there is no human being who could complete this puzzle. I got, like, 20 pieces together and then just, like, cleared the table. That's enough of that. You just wanted the thrill of being able to clear the table of something. And the (laughs) peanuts, peanuts, peanuts was the first thing there. And hopefully lost a piece or two. So if anyone does venture to ever complete that puzzle, they're going to be very disappointed. (laughs) Sasha, how about you? What what, uh, What are your picks? Yeah. I think uh, during the pandemic, I think obviously uh, Drag Race is coming out like every day, like every 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 paycheck, every paycheck you get. There's a new drag race. They're, they're they're just like everywhere right now. So Drag Race is always something that people can go to, whether it's like uh, in America, Canada, UK, All Stars. They they got you covered. Um, other things too. I, I've I've sat more in like the, the nerdy side of like entertainment stuff. So like video games, anime. So like. During the pandemic, I rewatched all the Sailor Moon, Ooh. and and Holds I watched. Up. Uh, um, <laughs> that's a no. <laughs> there's, 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 it's it's bad at some points. There's there's some scenes where there's like adults hitting on little children, mm-hmm. and I'm like, this needs to be deleted off the internet. <laughs> uh, like, um, yes, but uh, for the most part, I think that it is enjoyable to watch and there's a lot of queer representation in it in sailor moon um, yeah huh i didn't know that um, I, yeah i think all the bad guys are gay <laughs> they're all like yeah um did that watch demon slayer that's a great watch if you like anime too the movie we watched at that too in the theater during the pandemic which was nice <laughs> Video game stuff. I, I was just I like playing things with a good story, so I've powered through The Last of Us and Last of Us Two. Um, I played this game called Danganronpa, where it's like this like high school group of kids that like kill each other. It's not. It's it sounds awful from that pitch, <laughs> but it's kind of like um, a murder mystery party. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think. Um, what what uh, what system are you rocking? I guess PS Four if you're playing. 4. No, Last of Us. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, trying to think. Uh, and then, yeah, I think, and then Final Fantasy VII Remake. Ugh. Heard good things. <laughs> I have mixed... I, I, I liked it. I heard it's, like, very... Because, di- like, the whole way that the series has been up until that remake was very kind of linear. Like, you're in the, like, one-hit, one-hit type thing where you go back and forth, like, and yeah. then this remake completely changed the whole, the whole thing, right? 100%. And uh, it was a game that I was worried about. But uh, yeah, I would say it's a good, almost finished product. <laughs> you know? Okay. It's a sort of ringing endorsement, kind of tacit <laughs> ringing endorsement. I don't know. Uh, we started playing, we started playing, uh, have, you, have you ever heard of Pokemon? Pokemon Go? Oh we God. are so, <laughs> my family's so into Pokemon Go. So that's another thing that I recommend for anybody. That's still a thing that people do, eh? Yeah, you gotta like, catch them all, what... man. That's true. I mean, yeah, a collector never stops collecting, I guess. <laughs> uh, so, I, I guess, uh, how many are there if you have to catch them all? Endless. There's over 700. That's, wow. Okay, that sounds more real than what I said. Is it like the universe <laughs> where it just keeps expanding and they just keep adding new ones? Or is there a finite amount? No. 
Uh, it, it keeps expanding. So, like, in Pokemon, I'm a big Pokemon nerd. Really? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, a lot of their regions are based in places around the world. So, then they like to, like, um, I think the last place um, they focused on was the UK. So, they just had a whole, like, UK region of Pokemon. So, I think they're going to go all over the world until people are sick of Pokemon or until they get all over the world. I don't so, know. So, they do yeah. tell you you've got to catch them all. Mm-hmm. But then yeah. it's like forever expanding. Yeah, so, they, release, they release like a hundred more every like two or three years. So you're just constantly like chasing the the dragon zard. Probably uh, literally, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. I'm glad dragon I never zard. wanted to end. <laughs> I'm always excited when there's a new Pokemon that pops up. I'm like, look at this guy. What's he doing? <laughs> Ashley and Sasha are like already prepping their like Pokemon podcast, like the the Pokecast or I don't know. <laughs> this is the now. first episode, man. You're <laughs> yeah. on the pilot right yeah, now. Yeah, this is the pilot. We'll get my nephew on. He knows yeah. everything to know about Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. He's a Pokemon master. And there's a Jigglypuff and a Wigglypuff. Seabill, how about you? What do you got for recommendations, bud? Uh, what do I have? Uh, so. It's not so much content as it is just a thing, uh, but it's stone fruit season right now. Uh, if you can get your hand on some like cherries or nectarines or anything like that, whoo, juicy! We're like right in the thick of it. Oh boy! Good to know. Um, so check out Stone Fruit uh, specifically the in most like excited I've ever seen mid July. This man for a long time. <laughs> I've been just like a lethargic lump this whole episode, but <laughs> you ask me about uh, what Stone I'm fruit. into, and it, it is Stone Fruit. Um, from more of a content uh, side of things, uh, I've been watching uh, Dave, which is the uh, television show of uh, of. of I guess you'd call him novelty rapper Little Dicky, and it's great. It's super funny, super heart wrenching, like well, like character driven television. That's just so so good, like way better than it has any right to be. And uh, I highly recommend you check that one out. Bite size, half hour episodes. Uh, you always end up wanting more. Great supporting um, cast too. Yes, absolutely. Gata, like so good. Gata. Uh, uh, Benny Blanco is yeah. a uh, is a regular on that uh, show. I don't know if you're familiar with him. He is the weirdest little like gremlin man ever. Uh, but you just want to live his life. Uh, also, I um, um, Sasha, you were saying that uh, Drag Race comes out every paycheck. Is <laughs> yeah. there a way? Is there a way they they can like monetize that or like get you onto some sort of subscription plan? <laughs> They do. They switch the networks you have to watch it on and everything. You know, sometimes oh, it's on TV, yeah. sometimes it's this place, sometimes it's that place, sometimes it's you have to go everywhere, you wow. know? So they do get you. <laughs> they figure out. As, lo- as, long, as long as they've figured out a way to be part of the capitalist machine, I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't worry, they've got their cheat codes on. They're 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 making yeah. it happen. <laughs> uh, I'm only familiar with uh with mainline drag race, just the the standard uh vanilla RuPaul's Drag Race uh, and uh, over the pandemic I have been fortunate enough to see every single episode of that uh, and I went from just like a skeptical like super lame like straight man to being wildly enthusiastic about it uh, I'm super into it 
I love Honestly, it. Honestly, Drag Race is the new Pokemon. You know, like, <laughs> it's so good. Keep coming out. Each region, each region, there's more of them. <laughs> gotta collect the Bianca Del Rios. You gotta collect it. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Do they uh, do they, they evolve into, like, greater and more powerful yeah. uh, drag queens? Yeah, I was just going to say yeah. Their final form just like takes over the entire space they're in, like no yes. matter where it is. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I get a Jigglypuff Caliente. Okay. I just re- I watched the uh, season finale of Loki, which I really enjoyed. I don't know if you guys watched that. It was very yeah. good. Sets up a lot of uh, future Marvel Cinematic Universe stuff, uh, which is really exciting. Uh, yeah. Rutherford Falls <laughs> is really good. It's uh, it is Ed Helms. Ed Helms is is great in it. He's lovable. He's kind of a doof, but he's he he plays it well. And this again, the supporting cast is so good. And the story is like does a really good job of of you know bringing these kind of hot bucket hot button topics into the open. But you get kind of both sides of it and there's this paradigm shift that happens often in the show and it's really really good very well written great performances uh highly recommended yeah it's mostly an indigenous sporting cast too right yeah oh yeah yeah and they're it's great it's so great uh yeah yeah Yeah, like you said the supporting cast in that show is so good they really like ed helms is great i love the guy but the it's really the cast around him that makes that show what it is. Awesome. Yeah, totally. He's I mean he's it, this it's centered around him, but he might as well be like in the background sometimes because you're what you want to know what's going on more with uh, yeah all the supporting characters. Cool. Yeah. Well, that was contents may vary, um, and that'll do it for this episode. Before we go, do you guys have anything to plug? Uh, I got you. Uh, you can always find me at Sashmark on Instagram. Uh, and also, too, uh, we I work for Blind Tiger Comedy. We're a comedy school that teaches students uh, improv and sketch. Uh, we're doing this big welcome right now. So we're uh, letting students try classes for their first time with us um, for free. So uh, wow. you can just scroll up onto the blindtigercomedy.ca website. Uh, check out that welcome, and if you fit under the criteria, you're in. So uh, we do digital classes, so you can take classes right there. You know, that's so, awesome. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, for me, I'm doing uh, also another thing I've d- started doing during the pandemic is taking old kids' clothing and making embroidery art out of them. So you can check out my Instagram at birdie underscore larue. Um, and I just have a bunch of stuff that I make. I do Star Wars stuff. I've I've got some Moana stuff downstairs that I just found. So yeah, I, it's been really fun. And, and I also paint pictures of people with their pets on their heads. So if you need a little keepsake of you and your little loved one, yeah, I'll ship around Canada if you pay for it. And uh, free delivery in Winnipeg. <laughs> oh, I'm going to hit you up for that for sure. Yeah. I've had my pandemic cat for a year and he's great and I want to immortalize him forever beyond just the literally thousands of pictures I have of him on my phone. But <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Well, that'll do it for this episode of Question Answer Period. Carrie, you got any parting words? Uh, I've got a plug, actually. Oh, you got a plug. Plug away. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I'm uh, working on uh, producing a new um 
video concert series called From the Park. Uh, you can check out my YouTube channel, From the Park. Please subscribe. Uh, the first uh, videos are dropping uh, last Saturday. So, <laughs> uh, you know, check those out. We've got the most talented uh, musicians in Winnipeg coming and uh, playing uh, music in a bunch of uh, outdoor public spaces. And uh, my uh, sort of co-producer and uh, second camera on that is uh, the one and only Harris Gale. So uh, thanks for that. Please subs- subscribe and check it out from the park. Uh, otherwise, uh, just uh, I love you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so nice. <laughs> Ashley, Sasha, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. This is fun. Thanks for having us. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.